This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Zone. And welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ, and over across the way there, here he's... I'm Todd. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, we're doing all right. How'd you do this past week? Well, the reason why I'm uh, actually calling in this week is because I'm having a team-building exercise for my 0-5 team. we got to figure this out. <laughs> so it's a retreat, huh? Yes, we're falling into each other's arms to build trust. <laughs> <laughs> How many guys have you dropped so far in the uh, trust circle? Well, we dropped Amari Cooper right away. He was the first one we let hit the ground. Um, and Marius Thomas is getting ready to go next, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, again, the Amari coaster, it's down this week, way down. So that means he'll have a big week coming up this week. I mean, Well, that's it. It's an even week, right? i got to yeah. keep him in the lineup. I had Amari in the lineup. I had Demarius on the bench. And this is just the fun of fantasy football, right? Trying to figure out who to play. It is absolutely maddening. And I actually went 0-3 this week. I had Alvin Kamara versus Will Lutz down by four on Monday night, and I'm like, oh, I have this one in the bag. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Uh, I-, I saw you pose the question again at our Twitter, at Draft That Guy. You guys can check it out, interact with us. You posed the question, what about uh, fielding some trade offers for Kamara now that Ingram's back? Uh, what did you see? I mean, why, why are you uh, going to be selling on Kamara? Give us, give us the reason here. I saw him not getting any touches. I mean, not only Ingram, but Taysom Hill was getting touches. And I I, I was watching that game on Monday night just absolutely perplexed. And look, I I knew Ingram was going to get some touches, but I would have never imagined it would have went the way on Monday night. They're on the bye this week, so we're not going to be able to see what happens this week. I'm seriously thinking about throwing them out there to see what I can get. Was it a one-week anomaly? I don't know, but it's it made me nervous enough that I'm going to throw them out there and, and see what kind of offers I get back. I, I got a theory on it. I think Peyton was doing this by design to give him even more rest going into the bye week because they have really been using him a lot in Ingram's absence. So I think Peyton maybe by design. And Peyton even said they're going to keep on using uh, Taysun Hill out there. That that formation, that deal is going to continue on as well, even with Ingram back. So um, I, I think it was by design just to give him a little extra rest going into the bye week because, <laughs> like I said, that one game where he had, uh, what, 20 targets and 15 receptions, uh, I mean, <laughs> they've been really using him a lot. So I think it may have been by design. Well, I hope. And we had talked about that last week, right? We said we don't know what it's going to work out with Ingram, but he has been used a lot. Peyton may want to rest him. He was used a lot in the Giants game coming into the Washington game on Monday night. So, I'm just worried. I <laughs> he's he's going to have to score his touchdowns. I think from ten yards out because Ingram looks definitely looks like he's going to be the goal line guy again. Yep. It was speaking of trades, fantasy trades. You know, I I think most leagues uh, they, their trade deadlines are in November here. Of course, the league one is coming up here in a couple of weeks. But uh, I, I'm trying to think. You know, right now it's the time if you're looking for some deal wheeling and dealing. Some of these guys' stock, they're going to be at an all-time high, and some of them are going to be low. I mean, if you think of a guy like James Conner, I don't think you can spin him now as much as you would have gotten for him maybe uh, two weeks ago, per se, with the, the Le'Veon Bell news that he's coming back week seven. Yeah, I don't think I would give up a much 
a bunch for him right now. I mean, two weeks in, you could have probably gotten a nice little uh, return. But now with Bell coming back, I, I think that 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 ship has passed. Mm-hmm. Who are some guys uh, you think in uh... – you know, maybe your own example, or maybe some guys you're thinking that you can try to get off of uh, someone's team. <laughs> who you who you're looking at here with uh, with trades coming up here? You know, again, like I'm going to look to move tomorrow. I'm going to see what I can get. I'm just not mm-hmm. going to give him away, but I'm obviously going to see what I can get in return. Um, just trying to think who else has been hot. I don't think I would move a guy like Melvin Gordon or uh, Zeke out of Dallas. <laughs> I I'll tell it. Oh, I'll tell it. Oh, it was like the most <laughs> god awful trade ever. So what went down was uh, someone got kicked out of the league. So that tells you what I'm playing in. Really rough league here. Um, so someone got kicked out. Somebody took over someone's team. Uh, the trade went through, and again, at the time of day this happened, I think it was at 1 in the morning. So I don't know if this was a drunk trade or not. So, again, hashtag drunk trade. Don't do it. Um, uh, Deshaun Jackson uh, got traded for... Zeke Elliott, straight up. And this is a league where you can trade future draft picks. So you could have got probably a number one pick for that as well. Um, No, it was straight up Deshaun Jackson for Ezekiel Elliott. And as I remarked in the league message board, worst trade I've ever seen. And uh, it's the first time I've ever seen a team's number two or maybe three wide receiver gets trade for a top three back in the league. Yeah, that's crazy. I I don't know how that one went through, but okay. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no uh, commissioner. Uh, there's no vote tally for the commissioner. It's just pushed through. So collusion in the fact in my league. So if anyone's got any more terrible trade stories, we'll take them. Again, find us at Draft That Guy on Twitter, and we would love to see how terrible. See if you can top that one. You know, and here's another. I'm just going to throw this out here. and People are going to think I'm crazy, but do you have Julio Jones? I do. He may be a name you may want to float to see what you can get back. He has no touchdowns this year. Yeah, he can, and, that that trend has now continued in from last year when he only had three for the whole year. So yeah, and so I mean he's still getting nine plus targets a game. I mean he had 173 yards against Cincinnati. He was mm-hmm. he was five catches for 62 against Pittsburgh. Don't trade him this week because they're playing Tampa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You want him in your lineup this week, but Mm -hmm. he may have a huge game this week. And I'm not saying trade him. I'm saying maybe just float him to see what you can get back if you have solid receivers other than Julio. Just a thought. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I've been thinking, because I do have Julio, also in one of my leagues, I've got A.J. Green. Very solid performer, and, you know, I'm stacked at wide receiver. I'm really thin at running back, thanks to Delvin Cook not coming through. And uh, this Bears situation, we'll talk about this at running back with, with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. But I, I almost thought about floating that name out there, but then I'm like, God, that's real steady production you always get from Green. You always seem to get a double-digit game no matter what. So I, I, I might throw the name out there, like you said, just to see what comes away. Right. I mean, and you don't have to make the deal just because you float it out there. I mean, you'll mm-hmm. probably have somebody be in your league be like, well, what would you even say it if you weren't going to trade him? Well, because yeah. that's how trades work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. I want to see what I could give back. <laughs> Great point. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, you always get the message board message. Well, yeah, offer me something. Well, <laughs> then you offer it. It gets rejected right away. And they're like, well, that was a terrible offer. It's like, well, you come up with something then if you're the one who wants to offer things. Yeah, and we have one guy who gets angry when you don't trade with him in our league, and it's not personal, it just didn't work for my team. 
isn't that frustrating? You know, they always there's leagues that encourage trading. Like you got to trade to be in the league. Like you got to trade or else we're going to kick you out because we just trade, 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 trade. Well, sometimes your team is good or you don't feel right. like you want to make the trade because it won't make you better. So don't make the trade just to make a trade. No, exactly. All right, we will start off tonight, Thursday night football. It is the Eagles at the Giants. Uh, what do you think in this one here? I'm going to be interested to see the Eagles running back situation. I know Wendell Smallwood was probably a hot name off the waiver wire this week. Yep. I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, so hopefully you had room to stash him because now his value looks high, higher than it has all year. Um, so I'll be interested to see the Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood timeshare tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Wendell Smallwood is going to have a nice game this evening. Alvin Kamara had a great game against the Giants a couple of weeks ago. I see Smallwood kind of having the same role tonight. So if I had Wendell, I would throw him in my lineup as at least a flex. Uh-huh. Yeah, Giants' rush defense is terrible. They, they've they given up like over 130 yards uh, each. You know, they've been averaging that. Their pass defense is pretty good. So, I mean, on the running game, it looks like the Eagles will be able to run on them. On the other end of things, uh, the Eagles are giving up a ton of passing yards, and I think this could be a huge game for Beckham. And I also think uh, Saquon Barkley, I think this is going to be his first 30-point night. I think with all the PPR points added up, Philly's got a tough rushing D, but I, I think this is going to be the big one. And Saquon, he's been averaging about 22 points in uh, fantasy so far each game. So, I mean, I, he, he's really proven himself here. For those that took him high, congratulations, especially in keeper leagues, because it looks like you got someone uh, that you can bank on at least for the next uh, five, six years. And I like Sterling Shepard for the Giants tonight. You know, he's had at least seven targets the last three games. He's had two uh, touchdowns in two of those three games. So I would uh, I would have Sterling Shepard in my lineup tonight as well. All right. And also uh, Evan Ingram, he is officially out. So if you're looking for a tight end option, he's not going to be playing tonight for the Giants. He will be back next week. And, of course, we know Jay Ajayi, he's out for the year in that Eagles backfield. Did you hear the uh, interesting trade rumor, though, that the Eagles, who they might be targeting to get back in that backfield? I have not. Who are they looking at? Uh, they are looking to bring back Shady McCoy. Wow. I guess with Chip Kelly gone, feelings aren't as hard anymore, and uh, the rumor is uh, they gauge the interest of the Bills to see if they can bring in uh, LaShawn McCoy and uh, the uh, – Apparently, the asking price might be a second and a third round pick. So I, I don't know if they'll do it or not, but with the trade deadline approaching here, uh, yeah, LaShawn McCoy could be an Eagle again, but that's some of the trade rumor going on. Yeah, I think I'd see how Smallwood and Clement did tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go from there and see that. All right, the over game of the week. It is the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Here we go, and it it's always seems to involve the Falcons, even though they were a little down last week. Uh, against the Steelers, thought they'd put up more points than that. It just it just wasn't happening. But uh, they're back at home in the Dome in the controllable climate, and this should be another big fantasy game. Yeah, I, I'd play everybody. I picked up Jameis Winston this week in one of my leagues. Yeah, kind of surprised he was still out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I look for I look for this to be a high scoring. I, I Mohamed Sanu, I actually picked up. He had a nice game last week because they're playing the Buccaneers. I picked him up kind of as a one-week uh, flex player. So other than you're playing everybody you have, Sanu may be somebody on your waiver wire or somebody you may not play that might be worth a look this week. Tampa's pass defense has been atrocious. Yes, they have. I know offensively, too, for the Buccaneers, one of the big tight end pickups has been Cameron Brait. So uh, 
I think a lot of people are going to use him. He could have a decent game with O.J. Howard out once again. For the Falcons, now, I know we talked about the trade scenario last week for Devonta Freeman, and, well, here we go again. Guess who's hurt? Devon- yeah, he's got a bone bruise, I believe I read. So yes, yes, he is. That's going to be a situation you need to watch right up to game time. And Austin Hooper had a nice game last week. That's right. Uh, you know, if you need a tight end, he's available on some waiver wires, too. You could always grab Hooper. So, again, Falcons, Buccaneers, expect points galore in that one. Well, once again, Fantasy Football Zone, you can join us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Make sure you engage with us. We're always there. We're looking on it and getting you help. If you need any help with your rosters or anything up to game time, we're there. Plus, good, lively discussion. And we're moving on to the Sunday slate of games. Panthers taking on the Redskins. Short week for the Redskins. Panthers, uh, they're back at it here once again. And uh, what do you like here? I like Funchess. I mean, you saw what you saw what yeah. the past defense did on Monday night against New Orleans. Like you said, they're coming on a short week. Um, you know, so I would have Funchess in my lineup, and then any of the Panthers you would normally play mm-hmm. uh, in that game. I mean, Redskins defense looked awful on Monday. Yeah, I thought Funches would have a breakout game last week. He's due for one. I think it's coming for him. I think McCaffrey's just going to eat them up as well. Cam Cam Newton should have pretty big numbers as well. Uh, Redskins side, Peterson, he's banged up. I guess Chris Thompson, who's been he, he's been racking up the uh, PPR points and uh, points in general, and you know he's he might now be the back to own. It depends on how much this so, so-called separated shoulder or shoulder bruise, whatever Peterson has, but I think Thompson uh, might be taking over that role soon. Well, yeah, and that's another thing to look at. I mean, Thompson was hurt late in that game on Monday night. Yeah. Um, so if you need a running back, and it looks like Peterson and Thompson are out, you, then you'd be looking at uh, Capri Bibbs. That's right. <laughs> Would be your your Washington running back. So <laughs> that is definitely something to keep an eye on. I mean, look, if you're hurting on a bye week or you own Peterson and Thompson and have no other choice, that's when I would look for Bibbs. Otherwise, I wouldn't be picking them mm-hmm. up and benching Zeke or somebody like that to play Bibbs. Yeah, exactly. Up next, uh, oh, our first jolly old England game, and it's a dandy. The Seahawks are at the Raiders. It is the Marshawn Lynch revenge game as he takes on Pete Carroll for the first time. I I think he's going to go off, and uh, I think Gruden's going to feed him the ball in this one. What do you think? You don't think he's going to pass from the one? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be fantastic, actually, yeah. Um. You know, I also like Marshawn in this game. Oakland receiver, sadly, I don't know. I don't know what to do with them anymore. I thought they were going to score some points against the Chargers last week, and they didn't. Uh, It was pretty disappointing. I think if you have Russell Wilson, I would get him in my lineup after what Rivers did to the Oakland defense last week. Uh, You know, I'd also take a look at a few of the Tyler Lockett. I know he's hit or miss, but he's been pretty consistent, scored another touchdown last week. Uh, So Lockett and Wilson would be a couple of guys in Seattle that I'd look to get into my lineup after the way the Raiders looked against uh, uh, the Chargers last week. Yeah, the Raiders passing game, it's just, it's it's boom or bust, it seems like, because you think these guys are going to have huge games, and then you have what Amari did, one catch for 10 yards. How how can you be a number one receiver and only get one catch for 10 yards? I, I don't know, but yeah, Cook, we thought, you know, here we go. He's going to have a big one. And no, it's just, it's so inconsistent with these Raiders. But you got to almost play them because this this might be the week they go off for 200 yards. Yeah, it's tough, right? I mean, the problem last week, I had Demarius Thomas on my bench. And 
he had a nice game there playing catch up against the Jets, which you looked at that game, you're like, oh, the Broncos should win this one. Who would have ever imagined the Broncos would be playing catch up in that game? So it's pretty perplexing. Um, I wish I had something better to tell you about the Raiders receivers. Yeah. But I just don't know what Gruden's doing with them. No, I don't think anyone does. All right. Up next, Colts at Jets. And let me go on a rant here. I am an Isaiah Crowell owner, and it was so wonderful to have Isaiah Crowell on my bench because, you know, the week before against Jacksonville, no, it was a tough matchup. He had four carries for zero yards, which gave you all the confidence in the world to put him in your lineup, right? No, no, it didn't. <laughs> so I put some, uh, I can't even remember who I put in my lineup. He only got six points. As I'm looking at my bench, Crowell, 219 yards, only 15 carries, but the touchdowns as well. So I had a nice, uh, let's see, 25 points sitting on my bench and made me even more ticked off at the Jets. Well, yeah, you know, averaging 14.6 yards a carry is pretty nice. And Bilal Powell almost had 100. He had 20 carries for 99 yards. And that's my issue right there. How He got five more carries than Crowell. Yeah, and I mean, and welcome back, Robbie Anderson. Uh, yeah. People were going to snag him off the waiver wire this week. Yes, he was, but he only, that's, I I know we talked about him, but it was only three catches. It three was, catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns. It's, you know, he had a long of 76. Yeah. Uh, don't, look, yeah, Robbie, I'm sure I would have grabbed him too this week off the waiver wire if I needed a receiver, but I would don't expect that every week. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, people were grabbing him, and it's like, uh, well, I don't think he's going to put up that, you know. We, you. I mean, you talked about him, pretty good receiver. And, yeah, I'm not arguing that. He, he is very good, but he only had three three catches. I mean, he made he made the most of them. But, yeah, like you said, that's. I don't think that's going to be happening every week. And on the uh, Colts side of things, well, look at Eric Ebron. He's finally turning into the tight end. Everyone thought he might have been in Detroit as he had a huge game last week. And, well, he'll look to have it try to continue against the Jets and the other offensive somewhat options for the Colts and Andrew Luck here. Again, Fantasy Football Zone, you can join us all the time at Draft That Guy on Twitter. And also, if you're an Alexa user, we got uh, daily flash briefings as well. So now you can get those every day. You can hear my lovely voice telling you fantasy advice every day, a couple times a day. So, again, check that out, Alexa users. Add uh, Fantasy Football Zone to your uh, daily briefings, and you can get those coming right to you. That's exciting news, isn't it, Todd? Oh, that's great. I'm going to listen every day. All right. No, you're not. <laughs> okay, probably not. But still, I'll listen sometimes. <laughs> I see you almost every day. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, you can check that out, Alexa users. Yeah, add us to your daily briefings and Fantasy Football Zone, of course, always at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Next up, we've got the Cardinals and the Vikings uh, taking place. I guess the Vikings have a defense once again. The Cardinals, they're they're the Cardinals. They they just continue to uh, to struggle. Yeah, you know, look, I, um, Christian Kirk kind of showed up last week. Of course, he was playing me in one of my games. I mean, it's like, come on, really? <laughs> of course um, he did. You know, so there's a receiver. Maybe if you need one, I don't necessarily think I'm picking up playing him this week, but I'm thinking long term. David Johnson finally had a couple of touchdowns last week. I know we've been continually saying you've got to stick with David Johnson. But I think it's going to be tough sledding for Arizona this week in Minnesota. I don't think 
you're going to see another Bills Vikings uh, <laughs> part two. I think the Vikings are going to probably remember that game that the the Bills came in as 17 point underdogs and and beat them and and pretty much embarrassed them. So I look for the Vikings to handle the Cardinals with ease this week. Not a lot I'd like on the Cardinals side. Yeah, Cardinals, I mean, David Johnson, he'll be a tough play here if the Vikings defense is the Vikings defense and plays how they're supposed to. And, yeah, on the receiving core, it looks like Kirk is the guy to look for. Vikings side of things, still no rushing touchdowns this year on the offense. And uh, they look to hopefully get Dalvin Cook back once again this week, who's been a huge fantasy disappointment. But, uh, you know, he, he's been injured, so Cook may be back. And if he is, he could have a huge game. And, well, the Vikings passing game, I mean, they're <laughs> surprisingly with Kirk Cousins. I, I guess maybe not surprisingly because he did prove it in Washington. He could throw it around. But, uh, I mean, I saw the numbers. Thielen's numbers are up there with uh, like Julio and Beckham the last, uh, I think, year and a half. So pretty big numbers they've been putting up there in that passing game so far for Minnesota. Thielen's incredible. I mean, he really is. I mean, I have him on one of my teams, and uh, it's my auction league, and I got him pretty cheap last year and obviously hung on to him. And uh, he's a big reason why I'm 4-1 and one right now. So I love Thielen. Uh, and, and look, you know, San Francisco, I get they were chasing a little bit last week, yep. but they put up 349 yards passing against the Arizona defense. So <laughs> should be a nice day for Cousins and, and his main receivers again. Up next, we got the Steelers at the Bengals. And uh, the Steelers, well, the, one more game before they get Le'Veon Bell back and head into the bye week. And the uh, Bengals, well, they they look to try to keep their hot start going. And fantasy-wise, Joe Mixon back at it, it looked like. So he had a pretty good rushing game for the Bengals. And, uh, you know, A.J. Green was a little down last week, but uh, this could be a nice rebound game for the Bengals receivers. Yeah, you know, and I, I looking at the Steelers, too, Connor had a nice game last week. Yep. And it's funny because we had talk, we had talked about Kenyon Drake completely disappearing, and he actually showed up last week yeah, exactly. against Cincinnati, finally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think Connor is up for a good day. Uh, Mixon, again, yeah, I think you have to have him in your lineup. He had 93 yards, had, uh, you know, three balls for a touchdown receiving. So that was a, a solid day. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's, it's going to be a, a high-scoring affair. So I would, have, I would have most of my Bengals and Steelers in this game. All right, up next we got the Chargers at the Browns in Cleveland. And, uh, well, you know, the Chargers, Melvin Gordon, he just they just continue to run, run all over the people, which is kind of a switch-up for the Chargers. They used to be airing it out. I mean, they still they still put it through the air, but Melvin Gordon just is keep, keeps on hammering it on the ground. Yeah, you know, and he was actually involved in the passing game last week, too. Four yeah. catches for 62 yards on four targets. Um, you know, I think uh, Terrell Williams, we, we talked about the two Williams from the Chargers last week, you never know what you're going to get. You know, Mike yeah. Williams had three catches for 45 yards last week. Uh, Terrell had three catches for 66 yards. Look, they led Oakland most of that game, so they didn't really need to throw the ball around that much. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know what you do with these two receivers. Uh, Keenan Allen's the only receiver that I'm playing with confidence out of San Diego, which is kind of a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Browns' defense showed up and played well last week. It's in Cleveland once again. I mean, Cleveland is no longer the, the walkover that, no. that they were. Yeah. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield threw for 342 yards against the Ravens defense. I know it went into overtime, but some people said, oh, you know what, he may struggle against the Ravens defense. Um, 
you know, I think Baker's the real deal. He looks good so far. So if you need a quarterback this week, probably not a bad idea. And this is what I love. I just want to point out, yeah, we want to get Nick Chubb more involved in this offense. We heard that from a couple of coaches on a couple of guys last week. Nick Chubb was one of them. Yeah. Three carries for two yards. Is that getting him involved in your offense? That's exactly how you get somebody involved. That's that, Haven't you heard that? That's like reverse psychology they're using. It's just so frustrating. The same thing with Royce Freeman out of Denver last week, and I get they were chasing yeah. against the Jets. But, you know, two guys that really got to get him more touches, really want to get him involved, and then they do nothing. And I hope, too, this is a big reception game for Jarvis Landry. Been kind of down the last couple games. Hopefully he gets a couple more of those PPR points for us here. And he's due for a 10 reception game, so I think he gets that this week. Yeah, and Rashard Higgins, maybe somebody you want to take a look at. It looks like him and, and Baker have some pretty good chemistry, and I'm assuming you could probably get him off of waiver wire if you need some help this week from injuries or a bye. Um, you know, he had a touchdown last week. Only four targets, three catches, 66 yards. But, you know, anytime it looks like there's somewhat of chemistry between a quarterback, I mean, it's obviously not Jarvis-Baker chemistry. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it could be something you could pick up and play this week. Up next, we have the Bills. Everyone, your favorite team against the Texans. And, well, I think uh, we we know where you're going to stand on this one. Well, I tell you what, the people in Buffalo need to send me thank you cards because yes, what do. happens is I absolutely rag on the Bills, and they win. It's crazy. Yes, they do, and they put up some decent numbers. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, I was really hard on them the week they beat the Vikings. I laid off of them a little bit going into the Packer game. They looked terrible. I was really hard on them again last week, and, and they won. So I'm, I'm not going to badmouth Buffalo this week because I want Houston to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, you, you got DeAndre Hopkins, right? I do have DeAndre yeah, Hopkins. You're hoping for a huge know, game. Looking at the Houston side, it looks like they're they're going to uh, you know definitely get uh, our guy Kiki involved. Yes. He had seven targets last week. He even had a had a rush. Um, you know, I was a little skeptical. He was the only receiver who had a touchdown for him last week. If Kiki's still out there on your waiver wire, I'd say scoop him up. Yeah, I think he was gone last week. And and for Will Fuller owners like me, it's. Uh, not liking this. Not liking this at all. And I apologize, but what's Lamar Miller? Is he back this week or not? I believe he is. Uh, it might be a game-time decision. Well, Alfred Blue had a nice game against Dallas, right? He, he only ran for 46 yards, but he had eight catches for 73 yards, so he may be another waiver wire pickup you could look at. You're my boy, Blue! That's right. Get on my team, Alfred! <laughs> all right, so again, we've got Bills, Texans, Bears and the Dolphins and uh, the Bears backfield. Hey, we had the bye week to dissect this down a little bit. It's going to be Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, and uh, you don't know who's going to get the ball against the uh, Dolphins uh, this week. Yeah, you really don't. I would pick you. Look, Mitch Trubisky, if he's on your waiver wire, go out and get him. I know he was on our waiver wire. Uh, you know, it took Dalton a little bit to get warmed up against Miami in the second half. He finally showed up, but. Uh, I, I think coming off of the Tampa game, having a bye week, I look for Mitch to have another nice game, and, and he's definitely got the tools and the skills. So if you need a quarterback as the bye week or injury, take a look at Mr. Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bears, you know, we thought of this team as, you know, not a lot of offensive options coming into it. We were like, well, maybe Trey Burton might be a decent tight end for you. And maybe Allen Robinson will turn out, but – here they are, and uh, it's it's not our Bears, I guess. It's the younger Bears, we'll call it, because they're actually putting up fantasy points on offense. Yeah, no, the Bears look good. I mean, I'm a believer. I and, 
and to that point, if I have Dolphins on my team with that defense right now, I'm, I'm not really running any of my Dolphins out there unless I have to. You're not liking uh, Kenyon Drake this week. I'm not, no. Uh, <laughs> or Tannehill yeah. or Drake or Albert Wilson. I mean, Kenny Stills. I think the Bears defense is for real. I mean, I, I think they'll be playing catch-up, and so they'll probably be throwing a lot, so maybe we'll get some garbage points. But, man, yeah, I tell you what, Dolphins, I would be benching my Dolphins this week. Up next, we got Rams at Broncos. And, uh, well, they traveled a mile high, but we'll see how that Rams defense does against the Broncos. Boy, I'm, I tell you what, a team that uh, we thought, boy, they're really going to be slinging it around after week one when we saw that opening game. Boy, Case Keenum's going to throw it. Uh, Demarius Thomas, maybe a huge year. Emmanuel Sanders as well. And, uh, I mean, they, they've been slinging it around, but it has not been consistent at all for that Denver offense. Yeah, you know, and generally I would say, look, the Rams defense has given up a lot of points the past few weeks. Yes. I was kind of surprised to see Seattle do what they had done because their offense hadn't been a juggernaut by any means. So generally I'd say, yeah, you know, get Thomas and Sanders, get them out there in your lineup. But I, I just don't know. I mean, I guess Case Keenum still had 377 yards last week against the Jets. But I do, yeah. again, think this is going to be a play catch-up game for Denver. I think they're going to have to try to go score for score with the Rams because I don't look for that deep. I mean, we just we talked about Crowell and, and Powell earlier. Todd Gurley may have 400 yards on Sunday <laughs> if, if those yeah. two guys did what they did. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, target-wise, I think Thomas and Sanders are going to get a lot of balls this week because I think it's going to be a shootout and they're going to be trying to – well, let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams are going to be putting a lot of <laughs> yeah. points and the Broncos are going to be trying to keep up with them. So, I think you can get a lot of targets. I just don't know if you're actually going to get the results you want. I'm going to put Demarius Thomas in my lineup this week with the hope that they're playing catch up and he'll get some yardage. And I got a couple more questions about this game. You are a uh, what Freeman owner? Yes, I am a Freeman owner, and so, I'm very excited. Yeah, He's I mean, get more touches. Yeah, with him and Lindsey in that backfield. If you say you got somebody on by and you've got to start one of these guys, I mean. Who do you who do you roll with? Oh, I play Lindsey, no question. Okay, no I mean, question getting, at all. He's getting more touches. He seems to be running the ball a little better. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, Freeman had averaged six point two yards a carry last week, but he only got five touches. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't get what they're doing with Freeman. I mean, they both got four targets in the in the passing game, but if it's those two guys and I have to pick, I'm going Lindsey. And the next question is, if you own any of those three Rams receivers, are they must start every week, or are the targets going to start to dry up for one of them? I, I have got a feeling that's, you know, yeah, they've been doing pretty good, but i, I got to imagine targets are going to be disappearing for one of them here soon between Cup, Woods, and uh, and Cook so far. Well, yeah, and, and I apologize, but did, did Cook play last week? I can't uh, – I've got to look at it. I, I'm not sure if he did or not. I, I think he did. Well, he had zero targets. Well, there you go. There it solves my question. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to have to do some research. I did not think he was hurt, but I'm looking at the box score. And, and yeah, he, he does not show up with any targets. And my, the only explanation I could have is he did it. He was he was out for an injury, but I watched that game, and I'm pretty sure I saw him in the game. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the game. He played. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty concerning. Woods actually got a couple of carries. One he ripped off and had a 56-yard 
carry on and almost scored a touchdown. And then the next one, he absolutely blowed up in the back. <laughs> so, I mean, if they start giving Woods the ball on sweep, that's only going to up his value. Um, you know, I would keep a, an eye on, on Cooks for sure. Once again, Fantasy Football Zone. You can follow us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Check us out uh, as we continue on with a Sunday, the late Sunday afternoon matchups. I don't even know if we want to go over this. Uh, Ravens and Titans, I'm just... I was so high on Corey Davis coming into the year. Then he had the big game against the Eagles, and then last week was just another dud game, and now he goes against a tough Ravens defense and... uh, Fantasy-wise, I, I don't know if there's much in this game. Maybe John Brown for the Ravens. I like Justin Tucker. Yeah, exactly. That, too. <laughs> Actually, this is a perfect t- kicking game because that's what seems the Titans are always involved in these low-scoring games. So, yeah, I, I like the kicker here. Well, neither gave you any confidence after their games last week. No. Uh, I just, you know, and we, we had talked about Flacco last week about how, hey, Flacco could be a nice, substitution for you if you need one i mean he did for 298 yards but he had that interception uh you know so look crabtree had 12 targets brown had 14 targets so they they had a lot of opportunities but i just there's not a lot in this game that i really think you must play yeah so again that's ravens and titans for you that sums it up here and they did the titans they just frustrate you because of the whole backfield situation and they can't pass it so uh just I'll I'll commiserate for everyone and just complain about him next week when they has another Corey Davis has another terrible game. Yeah, right. And then you'll say, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jaguars and Cowboys, they are uh, next on the docket here, and uh, Blake Bortles is just flinging the thing around. <laughs> A big game again for Blake Bortles. I I guess they're just going to keep passing it. Yeah, and let me let me just jump in here real quick. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about Brandon Cook. He actually was taken out during the second quarter uh, for concussion test. Okay, so, that was the deal. Okay, so that's what happened. He, I knew I, I knew I saw him in the game, but it must have been early on. Mm-hmm. So he is actually undergoing concussion tests. He is in the protocol for this week. Sorry to reverse on you guys, but he is in protocol this week. So I would definitely keep an eye on that. But that explains why he didn't have any targets. He only played a, a quarter on Sunday. But uh, you know that. Josh Reynolds may be a guy. He may be the the mm-hmm. third amigo on Sunday if, if Cooks is out. I know he had some balls late in that game for the Rams too. So sorry to reverse on you, but I wanted to, to point that out because I was a little confused on that myself. No, that's fine. We're only talking about Jake's Cowboys, so I mean that's nuts. <laughs> this isn't ground. This isn't earth shattering stuff. We know with the Jake's backfield. Um, T.J. Yeldon is the starter, even though he's a little dinged up, and then the rest of the backfield is so dinged up they had to sign Jamal Charles this week, and that was a popular waiver wire pickup. But, folks, again, you're not getting uh, Kansas City Jamal Charles. You're getting Denver Broncos Jamal Charles, and uh, he's not going to set the world on fire. Let me tell you about Jamal Charles. I picked him up late in draft last year when he was at Denver because I thought, you know what? Maybe this is going to be the Jamal Charles we all loved, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll win that running back job in, in Denver. He didn't. He didn't do anything last year. I expect it to be kind of the same for Jacksonville. And and how much is he going to be in there this week as well? Just signing. I, look, if you pick them up, I'm cool with that, right? Because I'm all about taking a flyer on somebody. But I, I certainly wouldn't have him in my lineup. Look, Moncrief, 15 targets last week. 
you know, if he is, and again, they're playing the Chiefs, they're playing catch up, but, uh, you know, Dante Moncrief definitely looks like is a guy Blake Bortles is going to look for. If he's still on your waiver wire, uh, I, I would scoop him up. He may be worth a play. Um, otherwise, look, the Cowboys defense played pretty well against Houston. Houston shot themselves in the foot, but there's there's nothing that I saw from Jacksonville last week that makes me want to throw anybody out there. And uh, Niles Paul might be a tight end you want to pick up. I'll just throw that in there with uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins. He's out for the year. How do I know that? Because I picked up Safarian Jenkins to play a tight end last week, and he got hurt. So there you go. Blake Bortles did have 430 yards last week, but yeah. again, that was playing a lot of catch-up against Kansas City. I don't look for them to be playing that kind of catch-up against the Cowboys. All right, then the Sunday nighter. This is uh, going to be uh, another uh, over game. Uh, Chiefs, Patriots. Uh, they're going to be putting up the points there, and uh, we'll see if the Chiefs can keep it rolling. I mean, they they did against the Jaguars defense. I thought it was going to be a tougher game, and they proved it. I mean, Mahomes didn't have the monster at scheme. I think it was about 230 yards. He threw two picks, I think. But uh, I mean, the the offense. Kept it rolling, and uh, they won again so against the Patriots. This, sh- this should be an interesting matchup and should be a lot of fantasy points here. Yeah, he didn't throw for any touchdowns last week. He did rush for one. Um, you know, had just over 300 yards, actually. That's, Glad you okay. said those two interceptions. But he, he's still, uh, for me, Kareem Hunt, it was great, right? He finally got 22, ru- 22 uh, rushes. It was obviously not enough for me to win because my team is 0-5. But uh, as a Kareem Hunt owner, I feel a lot better seeing what I've seen the last couple of weeks. Um, Sammy Watkins actually tied for targets last week, eight targets, six catches, 78 balls. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I'm playing all my Chiefs. I'm playing all my Patriots if if <laughs> I have them. Yeah. <laughs> or if I just find them. They, you know, someone just wants to trade you them. Yeah, they'll – yeah, right. They'll just show hey, up on your team. Go ahead. You know, I'm happy to take any <laughs> Patriots or uh, – or Chiefs you may have. Sony Mike and Michelle looks like the real deal. You know, 18 rushes, 98 yards, and a touch last Thursday mm-hmm. against Indianapolis. So, I mean, it looks like he's going to be what they thought he was going to be. Uh, hopefully you have him on your team. I doubt he's on a waiver wire anywhere. Um, and Josh Gordon, right? He had a yep. touchdown on Thursday night, but still four targets, two catches, 50 yards. That touchdown helped out. Um it's always going to be tough with the receiving with the Patriots. You got Gronk. Edelman was back. He had nine targets. Gronk and Edelman look like two guys that are going to see most of the balls. James White, 14 targets last week. Uh, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. We talked about that going into last week. That it's just he's got he's got to be a guy you play every week because they always throw to him. I mean, that's the thing with the Patriots offense. They use those running backs and they do those short little passes that are like extended handoffs, but they count for points for passes. So I yeah. mean and that helps you. And uh yeah, James White's a guy I you gotta play every week. I do think this is Josh Gordon's breakout game. I think he's gonna have a huge game for the Patriots. I, I think this is the one where he he breaks out maybe a two-touchdown game here. All right. Um, well, it's Sunday night. Spotlight's going to be on him. Let's see what he does. And then Monday night football, it's the 49ers and the Packers. Bethard at quarterback for the uh, Niners. I mean, hey, he's he's putting up some decent points. I mean, not, not that I'm going to go grab him or anything, but, I mean, he's actually moving the offense, and it's I guess it's impressive because we thought when Garoppolo went down, there goes their offense. But, uh, I mean, they've been moving the ball. 
Yeah, I think Greg Kittle. I think he's obviously some somebody you're starting every week if you have him at tight end. But yeah. I look for him to to have a nice game. Um, you know, uh, as far as the Packers go, look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ty Montgomery would get more touches last week with mm-hmm. with the uh, Allison and Cobb being out, but he was pretty much not a part of the game plan. I really don't know what McCarthy's doing with the running backs anymore. I think Aaron Jones should be the guy getting most of the touches. I know they're playing from behind last week because of the atrocious first quarter and second quarter. I mean, it, it couldn't have been any more disastrous for the Packers last week. Um, I, look, I, I think you still got to play the Packers. Yes. Offensive guys, I think they put up some points there at home. Rodgers, I'm sorry, but Rodgers, this is obviously – something everybody knows, but he's not 100%. And yeah. I, it's affecting the way he's playing. And I think he even admitted it a little bit after his two fumbles last week. Um, you know, you still got to play him. But uh, look, the Packers offense has not been what we've expected from the Packers offense the past few years. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Monday night. The whole Aaron Jones thing has got, uh, I know, fantasy owners kind of up in arms because he's not getting as many touches as he should be. And I, and I saw a stat, and I was surprised by this. Uh, uh, through 100 carries, they have, a have, have to have 100 carries that qualified. Aaron Jones actually has more yards per carry than Elvin Kamara, I saw. So I was like, oh, wow. But they they still don't, uh, you know, it This it looks like this timeshare committee thing is going to continue on, or there's something else going on beyond the scenes that we don't know about. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I would hope Aaron Jones would eventually get a lot more touches. Look, he had seven touches. Williams had six. Montgomery had four. And, again, you know, Rodgers threw 52 times because they were trying to yeah. get back from that 24 nothing deficit. But, uh, look, I would like to see Jones get the ball, establish the run a little bit on Monday night, and, and, and see where that takes you. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully they'll commit to him eventually because I, I still believe He's the best back that they have. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they, it should be interesting on Monday night as uh, Niners take on Packers. And that'll wrap up week six. Another great week will be in the books here. And uh, hopefully, you guys will have a lot of success out there and not be like me and Todd and have 0 and 3 weeks like we just went through, right? It, we, he can't go any further down than this. It's, it's only up from here, right, Todd? Well, I'm telling you, after our paintball, uh, exercise today for my 0 and 5 team. I feel like we're going to be 1 and 5 next Thursday. I feel like we're we're going to be talking about a, our first win of the season, baby. So uh, 1 and 5 are going to roll them off are the playoffs? Are we talking playoffs? <laughs> this is a league where 8 of the 12 teams get in, so I'm not done yet. All right, participation trophy league. I love those. That's right. Just get in, baby. Just get the playoffs. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be another great week. You can always follow us once again at Draft That Guy on Twitter. And, of course, again, Alexa users, we've got the daily flash briefings as well. No, I will not flash you. Um, it's audio that comes across. Thank God. Yes, I know. So, again, sign up for those. Fantasy Football Zone. Add those to your flash briefings. Again, it's Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ. I'm Todd. Send us those questions. We'll reply. Yes, we will. Again, at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Good luck this week. Follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.